0: What's up everybody? Dr. Ray Pastor here. Today I want to talk about college costs, um, tuition, and majors. All right, so college costs, college costs, college costs. So there's a couple things I want to talk about in, in, you know, the reasons why I want to talk about this issue. Because there's been a lot of talk about um, colleges going free. There's a lot of talk about people choosing majors that are don't lead, necessarily lead to jobs, um, don't have a career path. There's also a lot of t- cost about college tuition just skyrocketing, right? to um, so like these crazy levels over the past, you know, 30 to 40, year, 40 years now. Geez, most of the stats compare it to like 1980 or 1990, which is just crazy to think about that it's been that long. But I guess that makes sense. Like I was born in 79, so I am 42. Two right now, so um, yeah, so it's been that long. So let's talk about. Let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> you know, I recently read an article this week, actually yesterday. That well, I, I read it last week, but it was confirmed yesterday that Coursera, if you're not familiar with Coursera, they're the company that provides MOOCs, which are basically like big free online courses, and they are going to file their IPO very soon. And Udemy is another one that is going to file or has filed their IPO as well. So these companies are going public, you know, making profit, creating these free courses and stuff. And it has me wondering like, what the future is like for those companies, especially as colleges start to decide if they're going to go free or not. So let's talk a little bit about that. So let me start with college costs. And then let's talk about free college and then the majors thing. So college costs have increased significantly over the last, you know, 30 to 40 years we see all these crazy numbers like they've increased way past inflation. And let's let's talk about why that's happened. So it's happened for a number of reasons. You know, I'm I'm very skeptical of rising college costs and, you know, colleges who have built all these big buildings and crazy dorms and stuff like that and like has that contributed to the the cost of these colleges. So You know, I did a little investigating, especially on my college, to see, like, you know, how are we doing? How are we building all of these things? And how much has it contributed to rising costs and things like how have sports contributed to the rising cost and everything? And um, basically, what I've found is that there are a number of reasons why colleges have increased in cost. It's not one single thing, the largest contributing factor. Why colleges have increased in cost is that the world has changed, technology has changed, inflation, um, and lack of government funding. So let's talk about all those things. So first of all, let's start out with the tech portion. So college costs have risen because of technology. Now most people think like, well, you can have online courses like it's cheaper. Um, Online makes it less cost effective, but no, it actually makes things a lot more expensive because if you, if anyone, if you run a company or own a company, and you are um, the tech infrastructure of your company is actually very expensive because you need servers, you need to worry about. Especially, we're talking about college kids. We're talking about privacy, um, data privacy. You need to hire people to support all of that infrastructure of technology. You need either Wi-Fi or wires in buildings that it was never designed for. A lot of old college buildings are those big, like brick, like thick, like concrete buildings. And uh, you know, it totally doesn't um doesn't support that. So um, you know, you can't like Wi Fi doesn't go through those big concrete buildings really well and stuff like that. So You know, there's all of that kind of stuff that you have to think about. So that's one of the reasons that college costs have went up, is that we're now supporting like learning management systems and all this tech. Another reason college costs have increased is that, yes, we are adding all kinds of things to colleges. And it's basically getting to the point where if colleges don't have it, kids aren't going to go. So yeah, things like these big dorms and awesome gyms, And all kinds of stuff like that have definitely contributed to college costs. But what I find is that those are a small factor in what is um, added to colleges. Because what I find like with my own university, like when I started talking about the gym and some of the new dorms and stuff, is that a lot of those things were actually built by donors. And they run big donation campaigns and try to get funding for that stuff. So a lot of times when they do build a new building or they do create a new dorm or a new gym or whatever it's usually offset by donors so there isn't a huge expense to the university for some of that stuff um growing administration is another reason so you know that we have all these these reasons and unfortunately the worst reason that college costs have increased so much that one of the reasons they haven't increased so much is from actual faculty salary has not increased (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's the worst part about the whole college cost of soared is that faculty salaries have not increased a lot. So that's not the reason the college costs soared. But a lot of state institutions one of the reasons that their cost of soared is that soared is that slowly states have contributed less and less money to universities. So let me give you to explain how that works. So Most states, and I'm just generalizing here, each state is going to be very different in how this works, but I'm just going to tell you uh, based on several states that I've worked in and know of how public universities work there. So generally what happens is when you're an in-state student and you attend, like when I lived in Pennsylvania, I attended a PA state school. That meant that my tuition was very much reduced and the state offset that cost. They do this so that students in their states will go to college. So for example... Let's say, I'm just going to throw out some numbers that are all made up, but just to give you the point. So let's say it costs $10,000 per year for me to go to tuition. Um, my, I would only pay $5,000 and the state would pay $5,000. Well, what's happened is tuition has rise. Let's say tuition only rose with the cost of inflation. But the state starts contributing less and less of that $5,000 they used to what happens is not only are costs rising, but states contributing less, which means person has to pay more money. So that's a huge, one of the biggest problems when we see public education costs rising, um, is from that alone, which is just crazy to think about. So that gets into the next point. So we have um, Democrats now have control of the presidency and legislation and kind of the two talking points between democrats and republicans are republicans are very much for private education and democrats are for public education um, whichever side of the fence you're on in democrats republicans education whatever I'm, I'm not getting into your your side at all but there is there's been a push you know i'd say the progressive push over the last 15 years has been to follow the european model which is free college or university for people. Free public education. Um, And I think that if that's going to, I'd say that most likely the progressive agenda is what's coming at some point. It seems like for most issues, like it's probably what's coming. um, And I just wonder how that's going to play out. Like, is free college coming to the United States and how would that really work? That would mean that our tax dollars would be, have to really pay for a lot more. But what would the, you know, the impacts of, of free college in the United States are kind of crazy to think about. We have tons and tons of private universities. So would would they shutter their doors? Um, I think that we're in a state right now where they're shutting their doors right now. We don't have free college and most private universities, small private universities, are shuttering their doors. We've had a lot of them. I've, I've heard statistics that like over 200 will in 2021, 200 private universities across the United States. I'm not talking about like a Harvard or anything like that. Those colleges are always doing well. They have endowments that are worth more than like almost as much as like Apple. So they're not going anywhere. Those, those that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the small little private college that not many people have heard of that might only have anywhere from, you know, a few hundred to less than like 3,000 students per year. Um, those are the colleges that are going under. So, whether we have free college or not, those schools are going under. They're going under right now because of COVID and because we're predicted to have less people um, over the next 10 years that are going to be graduating high school that will attend college. Um, we just, the, our population isn't supporting the expansion that has happened. So, and it's going to be those really, because a lot of those small private schools are very expensive because they don't have a lot of students, um, you know, they're charging 50 to 70 grand a year for just for tuition. Whereas a state college, like my college at UNCW, our tuition, our annual tuition is like $5,000 or less. Um, so, you know, very inexpensive. So the ramifications of free college are that a lot of those schools, it'll just continue to to destroy those those small private colleges. Um, the good thing that private college will do is it'll get rid of the, you know, the, the loans that have been taken out for tuition costs. Um, you know, one of the funny things I see when I, I look even up and I, I've created some videos about this, like how to pay less for college and stuff, you know, actual videos, not just like a live session, but, uh, when we calculate the cost for college, like when you see, like when I go to UNCW's website and it says cost of college, it'll say that it's like 20 grand a year. And I'm like, what the heck? Tuition's only 4,500 a year. How does it cost 20 grand to go here? Because they're including your room and room, like your apartment, your food, and all the other stuff, like clothes and stuff. I, I cannot for the life of me figure out how that's included in the cost of college. Because it doesn't matter if I'm living at home doing nothing. If I am working full time somewhere, if I'm working part time somewhere, if I'm going, it doesn't matter what I'm doing in life, I have to pay that that room and board. I'm paying, like I'm always paying for food. Someone's paying for it, and I'm always paying for a house, or someone else is paying for it. Um, um so oh, uh, someone just said, yeah, they. So you didn't. The person that commented just said they didn't have to pay for a university. Um, glad I didn't have to. Where are you from that you didn't have to pay? I assume that's out of the country, out of the United States, where you you guys get you know, a free tuition, which is awesome. Um, and I think that's really cool. So I, I'm I'm of the mindset. So as we you know talk about the ramifications of free college, I think that it does a few things. I think that it it allows people to be a little more experimental. Um, I think that it will. I think there are some good and bad things that, you know, people really need to. So this person is from Germany and they were able to go attend university for free, um, which is uh, amazing to think about. Um, And I thought of some ways like how this could work in the United States. Like we talk about, you know it could potentially waste our taxes and our our taxes would go up, but I found some ways around it that, you know, there are definitely like models out there that I think the United States could consider that could make college free education worthwhile. Um, And I think that there, they are models that I would bet that most of the public, whether they're Democrat or Republican would support. For example, um, Um, and so one of the examples would be like, let's say we came up with a model where students would have to do two years of service prior to, or after their university. Um, so what that would mean is that could mean two years of military, two years of civil service, two years, whatever. We could come up with like 20 different things police, fire, just community, whatever it is, but they'd have to do some kind of like there's some kind of like service plan attached to it. And then they were able to get that discount or something. You know, I feel like there are some really good options out there that uh, we could explore as a nation that we just haven't. And we have like military is one option that you can join the military and they will pay for your college. So we already have some of that already. And, and it seems like Democrats and Republicans both support that. So I think there's a lot of like middle ground there that we can come up to to make Make college more affordable for people. Um, oh, and this person did comment that they do pay like 500 euros a year. So it's not technically free, but um, that covers some things as well. So, but still, um, that's really, really, really inexpensive um, compared to the United States. Even like lowest tuitions, that's like, you know, almost 10 to 20 times uh, less expensive. So, just craziness to think about the the costs and how much debt that adds to people um, I was fortunate enough to be able to actually go to college for free for undergrad graduate for master's and PhD I was able to get free college all of them and I've talked about in some of my videos how to how I did that and how to how to how to go to college less expensive so I'm not going to rehash that right now um, but there are definitely ways to do all of that. Um, I was really lucky as the undergrad because I, I went to a university my father worked at, which is how I got free undergrad. So that's not really fair for other people, but uh, there still are ways to get scholarships and do it. Um, okay, so that's like college costs and like what's been happening and how they are going to continue to rise until we come up with some kind of solution. Very similar to healthcare in the United States that our healthcare is setting people back and bankrupting people. And it's a crazy situation that we need to think about. So, all right, so that's like, you know, costs, um, and college costs, why they've been going up. That's, that's about tuition and some potential solutions to offset tuition and how to make, you know, people think that it's actually valuable for our nation. Um, I think one of the disadvantages of a free public college model is that, The state would really have a lot of it more input than than they already do about what majors we could and could not have. Um, They might be a little less likely to have experimental majors or majors that don't lead to a job. So let's transition into that topic. Should there be majors in college that don't directly lead to a job? And that's a really, really good question. so there are people out there that will argue that college was not designed to lead to a career or a job like a technical education. But I disagree with that. Um, the first real education, like the first real what we call doctors were people who were learning how to teach. were actually teachers. We called the first teachers doctors, not medicine, and then lawyers, and we created school and college for careers. Um, It's why we used to have apprenticeships back in the day, and we kind of, colleges took that over. Um, So as someone just said, transferable skills for majors not leading to traditional jobs. Yes. So, you know, the big question and discussion that we've been having um, in the U.S. is should we have majors that don't necessarily lead to a career path? And it's a really good question and interesting to think about. And generally when I ask people, well, what majors don't lead to a career path? Sometimes they're not quite, they don't just, they're just not informed enough that some of those majors do lead to a career path. Um, but there are definitely majors out there that don't. And, um, it's an interesting discussion of, well, should we have them or not? And the big point, um, around all of that is, What are those majors providing and why do we have them and why are students taking them? As someone commented, are those majors, even though they might not directly lead to a career, are there skills that someone is learning in college or in these majors that employers want, which is why they go and get that? Because on some level, your college degree doesn't matter. I mean, and I don't mean your college degree doesn't matter. On some level, what you major in in college does not matter unless you are going into, like, education where you have to have a teacher degree or you're going into, like... Um, computer science where it's not about the degree but you have to have programming knowledge if if you're going to be like a medical doctor you need to have the biology and mathematical background so besides a few majors or maybe like accounting where you need to have like the accounting degree to take the, the accounting cpa test and become a cpa like besides those few majors your college major doesn't mean too much and let me explain what i mean by that um A lot of people that I went to college with or a lot of students that I've had over the last 11 years since I've been a professor, um, outside of instructional technology, have been all kinds of different majors, but have went into completely different career paths than what their original major was. So what do I mean by that? I knew tons of students in college as an undergrad that were political science, communications, business, uh, chemistry, whatever major they were, and they all mostly got jobs in sales upon graduation. Pretty much all, most of the people that I went to college with who did not have like, I'm gonna be a doctor, I'm gonna be a teacher, those kind of like career paths, all went. pretty much every single one of them got a job in sales regardless of what they wanted to do and regardless of what their major was in college. They all pretty much went into sales. And some of them probably were like an actual sales and marketing major, but that's pretty much where they all ended up. And then they branched out from there after they had that first job and first experience, they were able to branch out to form some kind of career path, whether they liked it or not. I don't know, but they were able to do that. So on some level, if someone is like a history major, um, that's fine because they're going to get the same job that like a marketing major or like any in, an English major anyone else. As long as they have the skills for the job they're applying to, they'll get it. Um, so it almost doesn't matter too much. What matters a lot more are things like your internships and that experience focus that you accomplish while you're an undergrad. Those transferable skills that you can take and apply to a portfolio, a project, um, during an interview to actually get a job. So that's where it starts to get interesting. So, you know, and people use history as like the major, like that's what I hear a lot. Like people are like, well, history is the the major where people don't need, but what they don't realize is that history is actually an excellent major for those who are going to be lawyers. Um, it's usually history courses are usually part of any pre-law program and political science, history, um, are great majors for those who are gonna be lawyers. Um, So it's not necessarily a bad major, and it is a major we need because it's a great major for people who are gonna go into law. So sometimes we talk about these majors like they're not necessary, but we didn't realize that it is a stepping stone for something. Um, Now, whether lawyers should have to have had a bachelor's degree before they go to law school is a whole different discussion that I don't wanna get into right now. Um, But the fact that they do need it is a good reason for them to actually have these degrees like history, like political science. Um, So it's a good question. (laughs) And uh, one of the general rules of thumb that I tell people that I've seen in, you know, I'm involved in a lot of financial forums. I love finance. I love the stock market. I love investing money and investing and all that good stuff is about choosing your major and about finding a, choosing a college, and about how much should your loans be. And the general rule of thumb that you will see is that the amount of money that you pay for college should be, the, the amount of money that you borrow should be equivalent to your first year salary out of that university. So one a, a great way to choose like your college major or to determine how much, what the ROI of a college or university is, is to say like, Okay, I'm going to be a teacher. How much how much does this college cost to go to for me to get my education major? And what is the average salary of a teacher in the state where I'm going to get this? And if they're about equivalent, the, the four-year loan that you're going to have to take out to go to the school is equivalent to the first-year teacher salary, then the return on investment is pretty good of that college. That's, that's great. Um, and just like my master's degree... Um, it costs about like nine thousand dollars to go to the first and that's over two years so nine thousand total that's just for tuition um the first year salary is probably around like 70 grand so the roi of that master's degree is really really high the esports certificate that i um, am in the jobs are in so many different fields right now that it's impossible to come up with uh with any kind of uh ballpark number there. But, uh, you know, that's how you start to determine the return on investment of a university and a major. And you ask yourself, what are you interested in? And, you know, I, (laughs) I'm very hesitant to say that colleges should offer or shouldn't offer majors that don't lead to a direct career. But I can tell you personally, um, if someone asked me, what majors will I convince my children to go to? Because I do have three boys, three young boys right now who are in elementary school. And I will tell each of my boys to go into a major that 100% leads into some kind of career. I would be disappointed if they chose something that did not. Um, It's fine if they want to have a second major and they want to also major in something that doesn't lead to a career. But I'm pretty hard set against them going into whether it's education, biology, or some kind of technical field like engineering or computer science, um, something like that, game design, something that is a pretty tangible, tangible craft, finance, um, something like that. I, I'm probably hesitant for them to pick a major that did not directly lead to a job unless they had a goal of like being a professor and doing research in that area or something like that. Um, but I'd, I'd really have to have a talk with the the kid to find out what they really want to do and why they were doing it. I think the problem we run into a lot is that we, there tends to be this perception that kids go to college, not knowing what they want to do. And I think that's a very valid concern that I think a lot of kids find themselves in college, which is great. But what happens is they don't have a, really have a goal. And then they end up taking a major that doesn't lead to a career and they still don't have a goal. And then they graduate with no goal. And then they're like, what do I do? And they don't really understand how to go outside that major to a different field. And they kind of get stuck between like this rock and a hard place. And they just don't have the, the facilitation and help and assistance they need to figure out how to get past that. And then all of a sudden, they think their college degree was worthless. Um, and then that rumor gets spread around and around for everyone. And uh, all of a sudden, we have this college isn't worth it. Um, and I do feel like there's a portion of society out there that believes that every kid is pushed to go to college and that there's like this, I don't know. It's, it's for some odd reason. Um, a lot of people just have this thing that we, we are not telling kids to do other stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I remember in the nineties, I graduated in 97, like I knew kids that were going into to, going to technical school. I knew kids going into the military. I knew kids going to college. I knew kids literally doing nothing and just taking time off to figure it out. Um, I don't feel like as a kid at that age that I was pushed to do anything. And my parents, my dad had a PhD. Um, I mean, they wanted me to go to college, I guess, to do have a career. But, like, if I would have been interested in something else, like, if I would have been, in, if my interest would have been working on cars, they probably would have pushed me to go be a mechanic. Like, I don't think that, uh, that there's the, a push to send kids to places. I, I think that kids that are 18 just don't always know. And, you know, they need help figuring that out. And I think that even at my school, like, and my school was a very high, was a, upper middle middle to upper middle class universe or high school and most kids were going to college but i don't think there was ever a push by teachers or guidance counselors or anything like that to send kids who weren't interested to college um so i've always been a little confused by that whole argument i just feel like it was a you know i feel like there's some every for example every statistic that you look at that says um do kids make more if they go to college versus not every statistic shows that they do make more money. And that is the, the truth. They really do. On average, they really do make more money if you go to college. So I feel like that statistic is what has prompted that whole discussion around, well, my kids should go to college then. Um, and that statistic is to be taken with a grain of salt when we're looking at everyone. I mean, people always throw in, well, Hey, uh, um, yeah, but see, that's so someone just posted, you know, I hate that the university is seen as the best for everyone. So I don't I don't think that we say that. I don't know where that idea comes from. Who says that the university is best for everyone? That's where I guess that's what I don't get. I, I never experienced that in my life. And I I've never seen that as something that's been said. Um I, I didn't see that. And I grew up in an area where most people did go to college. It was upper middle class. It was a high school where people were competing to go to Harvard and stuff. And I still knew kids going to do other things. And they were encouraged to do that. I, I didn't I didn't feel like this pressure. That's what everyone had to do. Um, so I didn't think that it was seen as the best thing for everyone. I, I do think that I, I feel like there's just like this idea that that's what it is for some reason. Um, but I don't think that that's what. i I feel like it comes from the statistic of that idea comes from that statistic that everyone who goes to college will make more money than someone who doesn't but as i said that stat is there's people who don't go to college that are going to do really well and there's people who go to college that are going to do terrible so you know we're talking like on average um the the person who who goes to college does happen to do on average the person who goes to college will make more money than on average the person who does not that's it um, you know that's a it's a pretty simple sti- statistic to read but it's not a, it's not an every or, or it doesn't apply to everyone people always use the well bill gates didn't graduate from college and well bill gates was also accepted to harvard university and was pretty much a genius came from a, fam- a very a pretty wealthy family um was a brilliant person had really supportive parents who could support him in his efforts he's not the common person you know until you're accepted to places like harvard and you decide you want to go do something else you can't compare yourself to someone like bill gates i always see people say that or like mark zuckerberg or whoever these guys are it's like no that that you're pulling an extreme extreme like literally the zero 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 one percent and trying to say that applies to everyone or it worked for that person that's like saying i might as well just quit my job and play the lottery because this person over here won it one time so i'll probably do that too you know it's the same thing but i don't think we say college is the best thing for everyone i i don't i mean it's not it's it's an it's an option i think it's probably a good option for a lot of people who are doing well in school and are scholastic and have these ambitions to be like a doctor lawyer teacher um broadcaster computer scientists um accountant you know all those kind of careers that's that's what it's for and i just think there's a lot more of those people out there um especially as we start to get into like what are the future careers that are going up like we need people who can who we need engineers and people who can build like you know robotics you know i mean i see engineering as a field that's really going to increase in the future um you know and that's i I feel like there's just a more of a a focus on that and that's why it it seems that way but i I never get the impression that anyone's pushed or you know everyone should be doing something i never see that you know and i will say that the culture between the north and south united states is different like i didn't see as much of a push into the military in the north that i see in the south in the south there's a big push for the military in the north there wasn't as much of a push but there still was a push there still was that option i knew a lot of people that did that and it was turned out great for them um or not great for them i actually saw both cases i'm mean, same with everything but you know um but I I still always saw those as options for people. Um and they were respected options that someone could do. Um, you know, all good stuff. So <laughs> back to my original question, should we have college majors that don't lead to anything? And my question is, what does that major offer? What is the skill set? What are the competencies of that major that will lead and help with something? Then maybe we can say that it's important. We also have to make sure that we don't turn colleges into technical schools unless that's what our goal is. I'm fine with that if that's what we want to do. I, I'm all for that. I don't I don't care either way um, if that's what we want to do. But if it's not what we want to do, it's like we need to decide. I had this discussion with my colleagues yesterday. I said, is college a business or are we not a business? Because the in-between thing that colleges are right now doesn't really work. Um, it's it's not helping anyone. We're raising costs. We're not trying to make money because we don't care about making money. But should we be caring about that? And should decisions be based on making money or not making money? And it's like there's positives and negatives to it all. And I, I don't know the answer to it. But we need to we need to decide and figure that out. And that's where like I see Coursera filing for an IPO. I don't see Coursera doing anything great in the future. But what happens when Google decides they're going to create Google University? They're already setting up all the tools for K to 12. It's not going to be too hard for them to create their whole own system. Um, they already do. And, you know, Amazon and Google already do have their own certifications, which companies have had since the forever. Microsoft, Cisco, you name it. Um, but what happens when they're going to create their own courses? And, you know, they become bigger and bigger. You know, the only... These companies are in a lot of fields and are they going to get into education and and take it over? Maybe they need to, maybe that is the solution. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need Amazon to have Amazon university. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that'd be terrible, (laughs) but um, it would be interesting to see the impacts of that. And I think that we're going to see a big shift in higher ed. I think that we've seen a big shift from 2010 to 2020. I think we saw a big shift and I think we're going to continue to see that a big shift in the next, five to 10 years. I think COVID shifted a lot of schools to realize online education could work. um, And it's something that they need to be prepared to do. So anyway. um, So yeah, I think that that's that's everything for today. That's, That's my big, I've been mauling this discussion in my head for the last like day and a half or something like that just need to get it out there and talk this through all the things I've been thinking about you know as I've always said all the things I'm talking about especially during my live videos are just my thoughts in my head back and forth there are no right answers or wrong answers here I'm just giving you my thoughts things to think about I see people post things like comments here and they make me think like I I don't always think that I'm right about these topics I'm here to learn um, I'm here to try to figure it out and learn with everyone else like I don't I don't know the answers. I'm just like someone who's also trying to figure it out with everyone else. Like I don't know and I want to know and I want to learn more about it. So this is one way for me to do that and really process my thoughts and get them out there. So uh, anyway, thank you guys for uh, watching. I hope everyone has a good day and uh, safe and all that good stuff. And uh, I'll see y'all later.